This is Your Brain Health with noted neuroscientist Dr. Kristen Willemeyer. Your Brain Health explores strategies to maximize your cognitive functions through life. Here's Dr. Kristen Willemeyer. I'm Dr. Kristen Willemeyer, and welcome to Your Brain Health on Radio MD. Today's guest is going to speak with us about the role of oral health in maintaining optimal brain and body health. Dr. Bina, a third-generation dentist, has been involved in the field of dentistry his whole life. He moved to Los Angeles in 2002. After moving to Los Angeles, Dr. Bina used his extensive dental training in a unique way by working as an independent contractor, providing oral surgery, root canals, and gum surgeries to over 30 offices around Los Angeles. He truly loves what he does for a living and enjoys helping patients get the smile they've always dreamed of. He is admired by his colleagues for his exceptional diagnostic skills. Dr. Bina makes educated and informed decisions based on his extensive experience in dental specialties, as well as cosmetic and implant dentistry, and is highly demanding of himself in order to provide quality service at all times. His friendly, easygoing approach, sense of humor, and personal warmth puts patients at ease the moment they meet him. Dr. Beener recently opened Encino Cosmetic and Dental Implants in order to provide quality dental services all under one roof. So I want to welcome my special guest, Dr. Bina, today. Hello, Dr. Bina. Thank you so much for joining me. Uh, hello. Uh, thank you very much for having me on your podcast. And I also want to thank you for a wonderful job you're doing in uh, providing some information for your listeners, because uh, I think everybody can benefit a lot from uh, all your programs. You're doing an amazing job. Oh, my gosh. Bless your heart. Thank you so much for that. Wow. So the reason why I wanted to have you on today is every time I come into the office, so disclosure to everybody listening, this is my personal dentist and I love him. Every time I come in to get treated by Dr. Bina, I'm always learning something new. And I thought to myself, I needed to have him come on and share some of his wisdom with my listening audience. So when I was in your office getting my last checkup, I was actually surprised with some of the information that you shared that I was not even aware of, which is the link between oral health and cancer. So I've read that poor oral hygiene increases your risk of a variety of diseases in the body, including heart attack, stroke, rheumatoid arthritis, kidney disease, infertility, and diabetes, to name a few. So I just wanted to share and have you share and expand on how these diseases are exacerbated in patients who have poor dental health. Yes. Uh, well, now, um, a lot of people don't realize that um, oral health is really directly related to our general health because our mouth is the gateway we eat with, we uh, uh, talk, we uh, have everything that enters in our body. That's the first uh, port. And um, we ha always have bacteria in our mouth. We always have uh, uh, tissues contaminated with bacteria that can potentially cause a lot of harms with the toxin that they produce that can affect our other organs, the whole body. And there have been uh, a lot of studies about related uh, oral infections and um, the organs that are affected for decades. The earliest one was a correlation between increased heart attack and heart problem 
And what they have found was uh, the, a bacteria that is in our oral cavity, in our gums, was found in plaques on the heart valves. And that was that uh, goes back to 40, 50 years ago. And that's why there was a lot of um, regimens suggested back then that patients should take antibiotics before dental cleaning, develop heart uh, conditions or high risk. And that has been modified for over years, but that was one of the early ones. And there have been many studies showing um, how our whole body and other organs and everything gets affected by bacteria uh, that is in our mouth. Well, and you know what's so interesting about what you just said? So if by taking antibiotics, you're saying you're seeing an increase in the number of issues in the mouth? Can, can you expand on that again? Uh, yes, well, the, that was just uh, providing antibiotic pre, pre uh, um, before dental treatment. They right. wanted to get it. Uh, that's for people uh, that have uh, heart issues to, to just as a protection to reduce the bacteria that gets released in the uh, bloodstream. Got but it. But that's just like one of the protocols that we still use it for some people who actually go for. Um, either they have heart issues or they have actually like implants like knees, hips, and other mm. uh, re replacements. That's not one of the th protocols that uh, we still use uh, to give like a, uh, <clears throat> uh, some dose of antibiotic. That is, I just want to emphasize that what the reason is that the bacteria get, gets released after dental procedure. Uh, in the bloodstream. But uh, aside from that, the bacteria is always there. So we always have issues. We always have uh, bacteria in our, uh, around surrounding our gums and uh, uh, get them directly, uh, get into our system. Either we eat the byproducts mm -hmm. or it gets into the bloodstream and the toxin gets released. That's why it is extremely, extremely, extremely important to keep our mouth clean. Right. A lot of people skip the hygiene because everybody thinks they are brushing enough, they are flossing <laughs> enough. We should, nobody does to the perfect necessary time that is required. So it's always we have it the easiest. The simplest form is gingivitis, that we have inflammation around the gums. Right. That if you brush or you floss and you see it, uh, you have some bleeding, that is gingivitis. That's the yeah, earliest sign that you have some kind of inflammation in your gums, and that's causing uh, by it's caused by uh, bacteria and plaque accumulation in the mouth. That's right. the easiest. Uh, this example I can uh, mention. Yeah, no. But then it goes on. That that makes sense. Well, first of all, when we were talking, you were telling me about specific cancers that tended to be linked to poor oral health. Um, do you want to expand on that? Yes, actually, the, the, about a few years ago, I'm I'm talk, I can go on about all the other things mm -hmm. I mentioned. About a few years ago, actually, I saw an article in the American Dental Association uh, newsletter that um, this shows that the studies that, uh, pointed to the studies that were done that shows people who uh, don't have good oral hygiene, they have an increased rate of acquiring pancreatic cancer, mm -hmm. which to for me as a dentist, even for me was a shock because I always knew about other problems but never 
thought that it actually can you can increase your cancer rate, and that was a shock for me too. There were, in particular, in men, about 65 percent, 64 percent study says, so about like 65 percent higher risk of uh, pancreatic cancer mm-hmm. if uh, people don't have oral hygiene, a good oral hygiene, and. These are the, the studies that it comes one at a time, like we have the problems with the heart, the kidneys, and liver, and pancreatic cancer, and I can go on all the other organs. I, it wouldn't be, I wouldn't be surprised that we find out more problems as the studies uh, come uh, uh, every year that right. linking bad oral hygiene or poor oral hygiene to other issues that we haven't even mentioned it yet we, or we don't we are not aware of it yet but it wouldn't be a surprise to me because we have this bacteria that is circulating all around the body is it, not going to affect only just one organ it's circulating all over well i'll tell you part of the reason why i wanted to have you on my podcast this is called your brain health I happened to read a study, one of a peer-reviewed studies, showing that the bacteria implicated in periodontal disease was discovered in the autopsied brains of patients with Alzheimer's, again, suggesting a link between the two disorders. So it's been reported that gums inflamed by infection can kill brain cells and lead to memory loss. So again, for me, somebody who's in the brain health space, it really made me think twice about what are my protocols and what am I doing daily to help prevent um, degenerative diseases? I mean, this is something I've studied for 20 years. So it's part of the reason why I wanted you to come on and, and speak about the importance of having a great protocol, an oral hygiene protocol. And I want to share with the listener some of the things that I've done over the course of years and the changes that I've made. So now um, I floss twice daily, morning and evening. Um, I've sometimes had issues with my gums, and I was brushing my teeth every morning and every night, but I didn't realize not only the importance of flossing, but the importance of even using an electric toothbrush because there are areas in the mouth, the, the teeth that I weren't getting. So sometimes we have brushing habits, and I learned this from my hygienist. We have brushing habits, and we tend to miss certain teeth, sometimes ones in the very back of our mouth. So having an electric toothbrush has really helped me. Um, I now use a brushing rinse in the morning to help eliminate bacteria that accumulates in the mouth while sleeping. So I've heard, again, while we're sleeping at night, you get all this bacteria. So before you do your brushing, you can use this brushing rinse to help clean out some of it. Then I do the brushing and the flossing. And then um, I also use a rinse after I brush that has some essential oils to help keep the teeth cleaned. Um, So to keep my gums healthy, I drink aloe vera juice, which helps support healing the lining of the oral mucosa. And, you know, in our last visit, I'm now contemplating getting a water pick. Um, I haven't made that purchase yet, but I've heard the water pick can help to get the bacteria out. So you've got the flossing But even with flossing, sometimes that bacteria can stay in the gum. So now I know that you need the water pick to kind of use the force of the water to flush the bacteria out. So, um, you know, what are your recommendations now for optimal oral health? I mean, I've just shared with you mine, but you're the expert here. So, 
Well, actually, uh, you are doing a fantastic job. <laughs> and uh, every time I uh, see you in the office, uh, I said bring a pleasure to see you in the, there in the office and uh, <laughs> doing a checkup. You are the, the true gem. Aww. I just must tell you that. <laughs> But with the same token, you are a dentist nightmare. <laughs> because dentist with nightmare. all the good care that you do, there's nothing for us to do for you. <laughs> Aww. <laughs> I'll take that compliment. Thank no, you. <laughs> that, that's actually the key for prevention. And in mm-hmm. short, uh, um, how what happens is that you, if you do it like a complete brushing and flossing and clean your teeth sparkling clean, mm-hmm. in within an hour, there's a layer forms on your teeth that we call it biofilm okay and that's actually how it starts uh, it's called biofilm and that's how everything starts the precursor to a plaque mm-hmm. then with the uh, food that we have uh, and the bacteria and other things that uh, accumulate that they just uh, make a uh, complex that becomes like the initial form of the plaque that is very soft but it is sticky the reason we have to brush is to because it's sticky. It's not something that we can rinse off uh, that it comes off. I wish it was that, that easy. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the problems that we see because um, a majority of people think they can just get a Listerine and rinse and everything is fine. It doesn't work that way because you have to mechanically remove that biofilm or plaque. So the, and it builds up. So the, um, the, the, anything you can do, uh, the more you, the tools that we use to clean it is always better. Well, that's, that's, why, is, that's why I added the electric toothbrush because I don't yes. know if the just the brushing with the toothbrush, I noticed there was one region that I, I just don't brush back there. You don't realize the brush isn't getting to the teeth in the very back of your mouth. It is. It is an ex- excellent tool. Excellent tool. I recommend to all my patients. But at the, at the same time, I must add that I believe in the operator. Mm-hmm. The operator is important. Even if you have a regular toothbrush, but if you do it properly, properly, I mean I'm spending enough time, good two, three minutes, four minutes, uh, and get all the areas and clean and do it properly, uh, proper way of brushing. Uh, it, it, I see a lot of people doing just that, and it's fine and it's good, but unfortunately not everybody does that. And when they do the studies and they time actually people who brush their teeth, they found that everybody is doing 15, 20 seconds. But I, when you I ask them how much you. How long you brush, <laughs> yeah. yeah, when you ask them how long did you brush, they always say like two minutes, three minutes. I, I, I guarantee you, I bet you I brush less than a minute. I did not know I should be brushing for two to four minutes. So you just shared something with me, and now exactly. I have to change my protocol. <laughs> exactly. But that's the, actually what some of those electric brushes have a timer. So the timer is actually two to three three minutes, depending on the band or what you get. It's actually, even with the electric toothbrush, there's Mm -hmm. a timer over there that you can actually, the one that has two minutes, that indicates that you're uh, doing uh, half a minute each quadrant, and that's with something that being Ah. electric and doing much faster than yourself. I actually like that. Imagine people who brush only for 15 seconds and 20 seconds, but in their mind they think they are doing two, three minutes. For 20 seconds, that means like five seconds spend on each quadrant, that means two and a half seconds on each side, of, like the cheek side and the tongue side. But you cannot clean uh, your teeth in two and a half seconds. You know what? That's, uh, really. again, that's why 
you have to add the electric toothbrush so i do both because the electric toothbrush i actually think that's what's getting that biofilm off and again i got the electric does much faster they have more strokes and a lot of people ask me which brand brush i should get Mm -hmm. it really doesn't matter we're going to return to our conversation with dr bina in part two i invite you to join us i'm dr kristen willemeyer You've been listening to Your Brain Health with Dr. Kristen Willemeyer. For more information or to contact Dr. Willemeyer, visit drwillemeyer.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-E-U-M-I-E-R.com.